This episode of Comic-Con's podcast is brought to you by Hand Jobs because you never want to rub another man's rhubarb and they are hilarious. Always, always hilarious. Oh. Utah, give me two. And here we go. Thundercats, ho! Be too careful with all those weirdos around. <laughs> you Greenpeace types are pacifists, aren't you? If it bleeds, we can kill it. And yet, yeah, you want to get nuts? Come on, Klopek. What is that, Slavic? No. About a nine on the tension scale, rope. This is a little bell I ring when someone's being a total ass. You son of a bitch. You no good. Welcome to Comic-Cons, a geek podcast for the rest of us who are the motherfucking rest of us. Well, you know, just the people that don't take this shit that seriously. And by this shit, I mean everything we talk about on this show, whether it's sci-fi, comic books, fantasy, anything you could see somebody cosplay on the Comic-Consies, or maybe just for our Comic-Consies in general, anything out there other than real shit. We don't take it seriously. This is ain't this ain't real life, you know what I mean? This is not reality. We are not worried about taking things seriously here, okay? My name is Nick Stevens. I'm your host. But in a way, aren't we all a little bit of Nick Stevens and, of course, a host? You know, we're all kind of a host of our own, aren't we? We're all directors of our own show or stage play, wanting the characters to act a certain way. And when they don't, we get so perturbed. We get so annoyed. We, we wonder, why isn't this person acting the way I want them to act, you know? The world's a stage, as they say, and we're just trying to move things around, you know? My dad said this one time. He was, uh, he was in an accident, okay? He was okay, kids, you know? He was in a car accident, you know? But he, he never liked to wear his seatbelt. You know what I mean? He never likes to wear it. Like, he's the guy that will drive, and you'll hear the dung, 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 and he'll just go and go, and he'll ignore it. He'll even turn the music up, like, oh, nothing's going on over here. But people that know my dad and know my family, they just know he's, that's just the way he is. He's, he's eccentric. He's his own man. N- you know, nothing's going to put him down, you know, and he'll be damned. He'll be damned if somebody else tells me he has to wear a seatbelt. You know what I mean? And he just won't do it. So he was in an accident. Okay, he's okay, like I said, but he totaled his car. He flipped it upside down. He was on a long, windy road, you know, and a deer came out of nowhere. Where the fuck did that thing come from? You know what I mean? But that's what he told us in retrospect, but nobody else was with him. There, were, there was no witnesses, so I don't know if that really happened or if he fell asleep at the wheel or if the Hailbot Comet came out of nowhere and struck his vehicle. The point is he's fine, but I asked him, I was like, let me guess, you didn't wear your seatbelt. And he said to me, he goes, you know, I think it's a good thing I didn't wear the seatbelt. Because I was able to move around the car. <laughs> I wasn't pinned down. I was able to move around. And I just picture him like, what are you, Tom Hanks in Apollo 13, like zero gravity, like, you know, kind of maneuvering around in slow motion, you know, while Kevin Bacon is, you know, just being Kevin Bacon and Bill Baxton is freezing to death and trying to piss into a bag, you know? The point is, uh, we try to do things and try to make things happen, and it can't always happen, you know what I mean? I don't know where I was supposed to go with that, but another thing that, that happens is you want a Terminator movie to be what you want it to be, and it just doesn't happen. 
And uh, I'm going to be talking about that, like right now. I'm going to be talking about Terminator Dark Fate, the darkest of the fatigues. Okay, now let's just talk about fatigue for a second, okay? When I'm thinking fatigue, I'm thinking, I'm so tired. I've been up all night. I haven't had a wink of sleep. The baby boy, he doing a three set tonight. He keep me keep me up all night. He be juggling. He be doing the jokes. He be doing the, the Apollo. He, he talking the jokes. I'm saying, I gotta go to bed. I gotta go to bed. I gotta get up in the morning. That 4.30 a.m. wake up call comes quick. Like the libido. But fatigue is not just physical exhaustion all the time. Sometimes it's mental exhaustion. Sometimes you can get eight hours of sleep every night, but if you're faced with the same circumstances every time you come into work and somebody wants to argue about whether or not you left them off an email, you get a little fatigue, because guess what? It's never been that deep. It's never going to be that deep. Okay? It's never going to be that deep. But the point is, you, you look forward to something regardless, okay? Especially when the word of mouth circulates and people are saying, this might be the best Terminator movie since Terminator Dose. And everybody that knows anything about anything about me or this show, they know that I fucking, I fucking, I fucking love Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Saw it in theaters with the fam back in the day. We were living overseas, so we were on home leave. It was a big deal to see a movie in a big screen, you know? Especially if it's not dubbed in Italian, you know? Or Indian, or, 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 or Sahelian, so, so you know? Sahelian? 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 You know what I mean? So, so, so that's a big deal. And, I rem- and I have held this franchise close to my heart. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to go out on a limb here, a proverbial limb, mind you, and say that I enjoyed Terminator Salvation. I enjoyed the first half of Terminator Genesis. I could take or leave Terminator Rise of the Machines. But I fucking love that Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles. I mean, who doesn't like Summer Glow? They don't like Summer Glow. They're not going to like this podcast because I love Summer Glow. In fact, I miss Summer Glow, okay? So I say all this to say that I want to make it very clear that I've enjoyed other interpretations of the franchise with different characters playing John Connor, playing Sarah Connor. Hell, female Terminators abounding. I'm all for it, okay? Even Shirley Manson showed up in the Sarah Connor Chronicles, and she was delightful. And this movie... The Darkest Fate had some Turkish delights, okay? It wasn't all bad. But again, we don't take things that seriously on the show. We just don't. You know what I mean? Uh, There's there's way too many things out there that that one should take seriously in life. And this is not one of them. Um, But I think people, people, A, are just kind of tired of the franchise, because again and again and again, we've kind of been let down. Nothing's, nothing's like the originals, you know what I mean? Um, and also, I think the different plays and the characters with the new Terminators, uh, we, get, we get a new Terminator in this one, and he's pretty cool looking, like no lie. Like he's kind of a blend of liquid metal and the old, and the old version. It's like an exoskeleton and liquid metal all rolled into one, and they can separate and, and then re, rejoin, and it's actually pretty, um, it's pretty neat. The CGI special effects in this are pretty good, Okay. Um, but he's not really menacing per se. You know what I'm saying? It's weird. Like he's badass, but he's not necessarily menacing. You know what I mean? Like Robert Patrick was, was menacing. Arnold in the first one was terrifying. I mean, the first Terminator movie is very much like a horror movie. It was on a low budget and he's just chasing, you know, Sarah Connor, you know, Michael Bain shows up, but he's Michael Bain. He's cool. But I mean, it was a believable threat because what is Michael Bain realistically going to do up against fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger? You know, and even in the show, the Sarah Connor Chronicles show, like that follows like a menacing kind of 
vibe because um, because you got these Terminators showing up and, and they're just constantly chasing Sarah and John from episode to episode. I mean, yeah, we got a female Terminator and you feel you feel great, you feel you feel quasi safe, but she's only one. Okay, um, I'm not going to do an in-depth review on this movie. I, I've recorded two different versions of this episode now, two different rants, um, both of which I became particularly inc- incensed and outraged because I really did not like this movie. This movie pissed me off, and it sucks because I want to be the guy that hosts a podcast that says, we don't take this shit too seriously, uh, we don't care, this stuff doesn't really matter. And, uh, you know, I ranted about it to my wife when I got home the other night and I was like talking to her about it, like keeping her up all night. She was sound asleep. I got home super late. You know, she was like, how was the movie? And I just went on this tirade and she was like, oh, I'm I'm going to sleep. Um, (laughs) So I thought to myself, I was going to do like a rant on this thing and just talk about the things I loved about it first and then do the things I didn't like about it. But then each time I've tried to talk about it, um, I just get more and more pissed because again, this movie fucks with the thing that I love. You know, um, a lot of critics out there are saying it's amazing. They're saying it's the best one since T2, the, the Judgment Day from 91. Um, and I think those same people probably deserve to have their eyelids stitched open and um, maybe pour, uh, you know, a couple gallons of, of, of hot, hot scolding lava in their eyes. I don't know why you even need to stitch the eyelids open because at that point it would probably just go right through their their skin into their eyes and into their cavities and through their skull and um i don't know man and i've and I've, and I've looked online and seen a lot of different fans like oh it's the best one the other end of it unfortunately is people will either say really crazy positive things about this movie and i'm like what but then the other end of it people are like saying really horrendous like racist shit about it. and i'm like i, I don't want to be that guy so like I wanted to say at the top of the show, like I've, I've, I've supported different interpretations of the characters in the franchise, and but they fucked with what I love. They, they took out John Connor in the opening fucking 10 minutes. And he's gone. Like as a kid, he's gone. Like they didn't kill him in the future, like as an adult. Like, and then they reintroduced a new resistance fighter in the form of this like high school musical girl. Like, and, I, and, I, and I'm sorry if that's offensive because I don't remember the actress's name. You know, I don't know why they didn't, didn't just cast. If they wanted to go with a young, badass Hispanic actress, why didn't they just go with uh, Alita? You know, Rosa Salazar, I think. She already knows James Cameron, and she was badass in that. You know, but no, they give us this like little teeny bopper, cuddly tiger beat Care Bear, and then when they do show us the badass version of her in the future, the quote unquote badass version, they just throw some soot on her face and give her cornrows, and then she's like, "Fuck the future, man!" And Mackenzie Davis, so annoying. I don't mind twist on characters and like introducing new characters, but fuck, man. Why was she annoying, you might ask? I don't know. 
She was so aggro. Like Linda Hamilton was aggro enough, you know? She was grizzled. She was glazed. She was granified. You know? <laughs> and she was like, well, let somebody else be Mother Mary. If you're Mother Mary, how come I want to beat the shit out of you? Whoa, hey, can we get to know each other a little bit? It's called character development. But again, I'm getting away. I'm getting ahead of myself. The bottom line is uh, they give us a new Terminator who's a bad guy, but it's really not that menacing. He's after this young little sweet thing that's supposed to be the new resistance fighter now that John Connor's not around. There's no more Skynet. It's a thing called Legion because it's all new and it's cyber and whatever. And Linda Hamilton's great. It's great seeing her with Arnold. Even the new Arnold is like not so much the old Arnold. It's like same as the old boss. Meet the new boss, you know, like the who. But at the same time, it's, it's still him. He's great. He's old. He's struggling, but it works. There's a scene where he has to like punch his fucking knee. Just, just to get his leg right so he can kick in a door. And he's missing an arm and he's all fucked up and it's great. I love it. He even sacrifices himself at the end, much like the ending of T2, the original badass movie. Um, and it's a beautiful moment, much like that original ending that I just referenced. But it's, it's all kind of ruined again by these new characters that just feel like you got to one-up everything with a one-liner. You know what I mean? And I love a good one-liner. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love one-liners. You know, Utah get me fucking too. Young, dumb, full of cum. Meow. But it just, at, at what cost? You know? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just a bad movie. And maybe I could go into a bad movie and just have a good time. And I should, because I shouldn't give a fuck about this, right? I should, I should be able to go see a bad Terminator movie and laugh at it and say, oh, it's just a dumb movie. It's fun. Much like, like Starship Troopers or much along the same veins. As, I mean, even the original Robocop is like a fun, dumb movie. But for me, it's, it's kind of sacred. I don't know. And, I'm, and now I'm that guy. I'm that guy that I try not to be by taking it too seriously. And I've re-recorded this podcast twice now because I just went on two vicious rants shitting all over the movie. <laughs> and anybody that liked it. <laughs> and it had good parts. I think that's why I'm pissed because there was a lot of, there was a lot of juicy, juicy, juicy fruit moments in this, in this movie where you're like, oh, fuck yeah. And the, and the action sequences are badass even though there's a 20-minute car chase. It's like... Very a la Ronin. I'm sorry, but that whole movie is like a car chase. And I just, I don't know. Car chases are great, but if you don't have any Anna Jones climbing underneath the goddamn van or truck and holding onto an emblem that breaks and throwing guys off and they give the old familiar, ah, uh, then what's the point? I don't know. T-800 fighting the, the new Terminator. Those scenes were badass because the new Terminator like is like liquid metal and an exoskeleton like combined. Why couldn't we have just had a whole movie of that? Like that works. Why give us why give us the new one? You know, because this new one, yeah, she's kind of a badass, but she overheats like three times in the movie. We gotta give her water and like uh insulin shots. I'm sorry, but it's lame. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> this movie to me this movie to me is like is like when you step in dog shit. Like you're having a good time, you're walking along the street, and then you step in dog shit. It's a beautiful fall afternoon. The air is crisp. The leaves are turning colors. You get this nostalgic feeling like, like, that old, like the old days when you were a little kid sauntering through your, your neighborhood streets during the fall like and Halloween was right around the bend. Or like maybe you're, you're, you're far away from home and you're a young man. Either you're in school or maybe you're in the military. Maybe you're just living away from home and you're like independent for the first time in a long time ever really. And you're just walking down a city street by yourself doing your thing. Maybe you're going to work. Maybe you're going to class. I don't know. But you're by yourself. You're doing your thing. You're a fully independent unit, you know? 
and so you and you start seeing pumpkins on the on the porches next to you and you're like oh you smell the fall in the air maybe maybe you have a family and your son just had his third halloween and this time it was like his real halloween because he actually starting to kind of knows what it, he's starting to learn what it is you know and so all of this is great right and you're walking along and you have this perfect moment and then you step in dog shit you slide in the dog shit you know like my wife and i went to see bobby lee the other night and we had a wonderful time our faces were hurting because we laughed so hard you know and we and, and we had to drive like you know, an hour away from our house, you know, and I had to, had to get a babysitter, and it was like the farthest we had been away from our son since he's been born, you know, because most of the time if we get a babysitter, it's just like somewhere in town. This was like out of town, you know, we had to drive like an hour out, and we had a nice dinner, and then we went to this thing, and we saw, we saw the comedy show, and it was great, and the openers were great, and Bobby Lee was a great. He's probably my favorite comedian, at least now, uh, and we're walking back, you know, we're, you know, arm in arm, and it's windy, and it's cold, and we're walking back to the car. And I'd, I'd step in it, and I almost, I almost fall. Like I, the, the shit was so big that I stepped in it, slipped, and almost took, like almost landed in the goddamn thing. My wife had to catch me with both arms, hold me up, much like a T eight hundred, and carry me to safety. And we had to drive back, you know. And I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, I'll be damned if I drive back with a shitty shoe, you know. I'll be damned. So I leave the shitty shoe right outside the car and drive back with one shoe. Not only was it a shoe covered in shit, I put lifts in my shoes so I would be as tall as my wife because my wife always feels a little self-conscious when we go out and she's wearing heels. So for the first time since our wedding, I put lifts in the shoes. So someone's going to find this shit shoe, this shit-stained shoe with a lift, try to piece together the night that happened like a detective. Or not, maybe just throw it away. Or not, maybe it'll just get blown away. Maybe somebody missing a shoe of the same caliber with said lift will be ecstatic just have to rinse off the thing with some hot water and then, then you're good to go, you know? But I thought about it long and hard that night. I was like, man, that shit-stained shoe is exactly how I feel about this goddamn movie, you know? I was excited to see it. There was a lot of hype around it. I fucking love Arnold Schwarzenegger. I fucking love Linda Hamilton. It was great seeing him back on the screen. I cheered at one moment because they did the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, and I was like, yeah, and they stopped. They just stopped. They didn't even do the theme song. It's real easy to please me, kids. All you got to do is give me tits and robots and lasers. We got lasers. We got a little bit of side boob. We got some robots. I should be a happy boy, like a, like a kid bounding from his cot at Christmas time, running down the stairs to open presents. But no, the shit shoe was there at the bottom of the steps. With all my pleasant memories of the Terminator franchise laid to waste. I rate this movie... Solitary confinement, good. Okay? Because maybe, just maybe, if I'm locked in a hole somewhere and I'm fucking, I haven't seen an ounce of sunlight. An ounce. That's right, an ounce of sunlight. You know, I'm locked away, underground. Okay? Like Brie Larson and her, and her sweet little boy or adopted boy in the room. If you haven't seen it, you should. It's a tearjerker. It'll make you squeeze your kids and never let them out of your sight ever again. But if, I, if I'm, if, like I said, if I'm Brie Larson and I'm locked away, then yes, I'd probably pop it on. Because there are a couple of juicy fruit moments where you go, oh, that was kind of cool. But man, this movie fucking pissed all over what I love. And like I said, there's way more shit to be serious about in this world. A lot going on out there. And uh, I think I say it time and time again and again, you know. We can't control 
what people make and what people produce and throw out there, right? We're just people, right? Why should it bother us, you know? We're not the directors of this thing. We're just players like the other players we see on the screen, you know what I mean? We can't make any, we can't make any difference. I mean, this movie I think has made like 27 million so far, like domestically, which is on par with what the last one made, I think. But it had like a almost a $200 million budget. Just make this thing small budget, go straight to Netflix, and just give us fucking robots fighting. That's all we want. We don't need new leaders of the resistance, you know? They showed us some new robots, by the way, in the future. They, they did cut away like the, like a, a quick little scene, and that was badass. I liked that. We saw some tentacle things like in Matrix, and we saw some weird new, like, bendy, liquid metal, alien-looking fucking every time I die, every time I die, live, die, repeat type alien robot things, and they, they were badass. You know, more shit like that, I'm game. But this, eh. Take what we like, build on it. Don't take what we like, remove it. I don't know. Kind of felt like a last Jedi on steroids. You know? Like, never mind that shit that we were digging. We're just going to scrap all that and fuck that. And then we're going to add metachlorians in the mix. So, so it's like a last Jedi slash 90s trilogy slash Debbie Does Dallas, but without the tits and all the cock riding. And all the giggles. Um, let's read some reviews from around the web. Okay, I put it out there on the Facebook and the Instagram. I got some feedback. And then I was going online and got some additional feedback. Um, and I, I don't want to say half the shit that I've already said on this show because I feel like you can't win. I feel like no matter what you put out there, people are going to be like, well, this guy's an asshole. Um, Captain underscore O'Hara said, why did Terminator die, Cryface? I don't know. He, he kind of had to go, right? kind of sad you know uh get woke go broke that's from black hercules 92 that's hilarious well never mind silky johnson 92 it brings me great pleasure to see this movie fail the director is a giant chooch and this is what he deserves yikes i don't know about that but uh austrian film and pop culture says great to see linda and arnie back i agree what are some of these other ones uh semi disappointed of how this movie turned out it had potential to be better Still better than the last three Terminators. Just let James Cameron do this thing and direct the next one if there will ever be one. That was from Side underscore Action underscore Productions. Side Action Productions. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't think James Cameron has to do anything with this, this series. He should just let it go. You know, he's doing the avatars anyway. Just let it go. If you continue this any further with more James Cameron and more Arnold, I think you're just treading dead, rotting, roadkill flesh to pieces, to gelatinous mush, to slurp down. I don't fucking know. It's weird that people have an allegiance to the things they have allegiance to. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why I have such a strong allegiance to these movies. Probably because I just saw them when I was a kid and I should, shouldn't have seen them to begin with at that age, but I don't know if I'm just getting older. You know? I want to be the guy that can just turn his brain off and just say, you know what, this was just a fun popcorn movie. And now I got to go wake my baby boy up, you know? Anyway, uh, if you haven't already, go watch uh, My Name is Dolomite. It's, it's great. And it's a far better movie uh, than Terminator Dark Fate. Um, but what did you guys think, you know? Email in. Uncle Rico, friend of the podcast and friend in real life, actually went to go see this movie with me. He writes, action scenes were done well. 
pretty badass fight scenes. CG was pretty good as well. I still love Arnold. He was my favorite part. I agree. It had some scenes a bit over the top though, plain scene, and not as dark, serious as T1, T2. Too many one-liners. I blame that on Tim Miller. Terminator characters aren't characters from Deadpool. Overall, I like the story and how they were able to bring it together. I just didn't like all the dumb bullshit in between. 2.5 out of 5. Who the fuck am I, though? And what the fuck am I rambling about? See, I couldn't have said it better. Does it really matter? No, of course it doesn't. But fuck. I think I'd rather go inside right now and um, just rub one out. And uh, I don't know. Maybe there'll be a, a porn parody of uh, Terminator I can go check out real quick. You know, that might be a little bit more, uh, just a, a smidge more enjoyable. If you have an iPhone, find us on Apple Podcasts and rate and review us. Please subscribe to us. And if you go on Spotify, do the same. Uh, otherwise, find us on anchor.fm and join us on there. You know, give a listen, give a download, give a like, give a favor, give a share, give a hand job, give a what? Mmm. Remember, at the end of the day, whatever we said on this show, and by we, I mean me, it's just fiction. Don't take it seriously, even though I did, all the way to the bank. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be right back. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. Ha! You did not going to say that, did you? That's what you always say. I do. I'm back. He'll be back. Stay here. I'll be back. I might be back. I'm back. I'm back. I'll be back. You've been back enough. I'll be back. I am tired of the same old phrases. 